welcome to episode four, Radio Free Tote Bag. I am Arthur. And I'm Donovan, and I have so much energy you wouldn't even believe it. You wouldn't even fucking get it, how much energy we have, and because it's none. Like, we have no energy, neither of us. Episode four, The Downer. Oh, yeah, we're in bad shape, me me and Dono, both of us. Guess what? This is the seventh depression beer I've drank today. How's everybody doing? (laughs) <laughs> doing it doing it for the show i tell you this doing it for the show i don't recommend it as like a mental health uh thing but if you're just trying to get through the day and you're off and you got to record a podcast get drunk that's a fucking that is a tactic <laughs> that is a thing you can do uh, maybe i should have taken that advice i was worried if i drank anything i'd get on that sleepy mode because i i laid down my girlfriend's place for about 10 minutes and like Fell asleep right away. Aww, that's not good. But you that's slept next cute, to your yeah. lady. That's super cute. That is all right. That is, that is good and cute, and so is she. Aww, she is good and cute, and I'm I'm very thankful that I got to meet her over the weekend at our friend Zisty's party. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I wonder if yeah. we're I wonder if we're drained and depressed because of the fucking uh, intense weekend that we had. It's very possible. That was a that was a late ass night. Yeah. Uh I only made it till let's see. I got into my own bed at like three thirty because uh I had a ride out of there and I, I prefer to sleep in my own in my own bed. Uh how late was it for y'all's? God damn man. It was like at three I was like, All right, we, we should tell Jamie like, all right, we should get we should get out of here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's about time and she's like oh, let's hang out for like a little bit more but like i'm with you and i'm like cool and then it was 5 a.m mm-hmm. and i was like god fucking damn it <laughs> drive home the next day too so what's all out of there what time did you finally get out of there right at like five we left oh god got back to david's place at like 5 30 or 6 and felt at least the sun wasn't up when we fell asleep because that's always the goddamn worst yeah it's like kind of the best too it's the best you know? worst yeah, yeah. Like, part of you is like, oh, yeah, like, one of those nights, you know, uh, burn in the midnight morning oil. Burn that midnight and the other morning part's like, oil. You, you fucking idiot. Every time you do this, you feel like shit for the next few days. And it only gets you gotta worse quit it. as you get yeah. older. Oh, yeah. But then, then you feel better by the time the next weekend rolls around, and you just do it all and over again. You just again. do it again. Yeah. Nothing wrong good with that. Old, good old roller coaster ride. There's nothing wrong of, with uh, repeating dangerous, abusive patterns to your own <laughs> mental health. <laughs> That's our official <laughs> advice, too, here at the podcast. Oh, man. So what, what did you said you had something to mention? I again? did. I wanted to ask you uh, how many languages, like, what what is your experience with other languages? It's just a dumb thought I had. Like, how fluent in other languages other than English are you? Uh, I speak, I, I lived in, I lived in Venezuela in high school and remarkably, this is like 10 years ago. Remarkably, I still hang on to some of the Spanish. You retain some Espanol. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be nothing. I went to, I went to Spain back in October and apparently, you know, spoke enough to get some randoms uh, on the street outside of this bar to share their beer and cigarettes with me. Damn. So that's my level of fluency. That's can, all it takes, baby. I can, yeah, I can make friends who have beer and cigarettes. That's that's oh big. God, that is yeah. huge. 
That's kind of the benchmark for languages. I wish I really. could. I wish I could do that in Swahili. I took um, four semesters. That's uh, two solid years of uh, of college uh, Swahili, and uh, the only phrase that I've retained that uh, is of any use is "nime sahau ki Swahili nyingi," which means I have forgotten a lot of Swahili. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't speak Swahili. All I all I can say is this phrase and this phrase explaining that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Isn't that a bit from something with like Spanish? Probably. I've had that thought before. I can't, maybe fucking Family Guy or something. Any language that you have spent any time learning, uh, I have forgotten a lot of this language is an important phrase because it indicates that at one point you did know more than you do now. There we go. So, so it's like... I am an asshole. I have forgotten your language, but at one point I did know more. So, you know, give me a little more respect than somebody who doesn't know it at all. I was trying at one point in my life. Yeah. At one point I wanted to learn how to speak Swahili so I could go study uh, East Africa. But instead, I didn't. (laughs) Well, here's here's the life hack then. Okay. Is you learn that phrase in a language that you don't, you haven't actually forgotten. Oh, you just, shit. you never learned, right? And then you show up and you just have somebody coach you to like perfectly hit the nuances of the accent <laughs> to say that you have forgotten most of the language. Oh, God. That's and then brilliant. people are going to be like, wow, like he must have known, you know, he must have known a whole lot. I don't know what benefit, uh, what the benefit is there, but it's it's a life hack for something. Hopefully, they'll put respect on your name. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> you do that, and then you switch back. You just switch back to English real quick, and kind of make them think that you know, you know, there's a lot of that bouncing around in there. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, this is big advice. We should do language advice. Yeah, from now on. Yeah, we both speak a language in a quarter or so. Yeah. I think that qualifies us as experts. Exactly. God, we're so fucking brilliant, you and I. Why do we ever get down on ourselves? We're so brilliant. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. And now we have a podcast so that everyone, everyone can know. A podcast on Stitcher, might I say. We've got that fucking oh, yeah. going on. Hell yeah. Yeah, we are now, if you use Stitcher, at least I use that for listening to most podcasts. Uh, we just got the email back. And I just checked, we're now live up there. So Hell yeah. If you don't want to go to our uh, hosting site anymore, you can listen on Stitcher. And also, I uh, uh, sent in the application for iTunes and Spotify. So hopefully we'll hear back from iTunes in the next day or two. Yeah, we'll know by Spotify the time this is apparently posted. A, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the time this is posted, we better be on there. God damn it. Yeah. I'm going to go dig damn up it. Steve Jobs and beat some sense into him. <laughs> I'm going to just punch him right in his bald, fucking, science-denying head. I love it. Oh, God. Right there. Punch Steve Jobs in the head for me from beyond the grave. It sounds like he deserved it. Everything I've read about the guy, he sounded like a big old dickhead. (laughs) Except for the acid. Like, you used to do acid and be like, I fucking, ego death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, How do you take a bunch of psychedelics and then still be a big old capitalistic dickhead i don't know anyone who's experienced ego death is okay in my book that's 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 a good marker (laughs) hey uh do you want to get into some questions do i want to get into some questions 
Do I want to get into some questions? Do you, Donovan, want to get into some questions from the R Relationships board on Reddit? Does a bear shit in the middle of the Sequoia Forest National Forest? The Sequoia National Forest? Does a bear shit there? I mean, I think they do. I mean, probably. And if yeah. they do. Yeah, yes, I want to get some. <laughs> okay. I want to get into some questions. I want to get into some questions. I also want to get into some questions. Hit it. This was submitted seven hours ago. So this is the fresh, fresh. This is that new, new. Uh, should I, 23M, just tell my girlfriend, 21F, that her food tastes awful? <laughs> Very shortly after I started dating her, about six months ago, my girlfriend told me she wanted to cook dinner one night. She talked and continues to talk a lot about how she loves cooking and how ha- and how she is so happy to have someone to cook for. Spoiler alert, her food is terrible. She poured a huge amount of effort into it, and I absolutely appreciate the gesture, but it was just objectively bad. The food was burned and drowned in salt and seasoning, etc. But we had been dating for like two weeks at that point, so I bit the bullet and pretended that I pretended I loved her food and she was totally awesome for cooking for me. So here we are, six months later. I really, truly love this girl. She is the sweetest, kindest person I know, and I want to spend my life with her, but she can't cook. And not cooking is fine, but she seems to think she's Betty Crocker, which is partially my fault. Every time she comes over to my apartment, that's three to four times a week. She wants to make dinner for us. I had hoped her food would improve a bit, and I try to steer her in the right direction, but she is stubborn in the kitchen, and her food... It says foams out tasting, but it's probably comes out tasting like a burnt tire. I've been humoring her so far and pretend, oh my God, pretending that it's great. I mean, it always makes her really happy that I quote unquote like her food and I love seeing her smile. So I've been faking it. TLDR, my girlfriend's food is terrible, but I've been pretending to like it for six months. Is there a way to let her know that her food really is not that great without hurting her feelings? And that is from Psychological Radio 5. Oh, man. That sucks. That sucks. It sucks all the way this around. Like, yeah, it's one of those, like, it's the thought that counts situation. Like, it's very meaningful. Somebody's putting all that time in. But also, if it, the thought does not fucking count if the thought tastes really bad. <laughs> if your thoughts taste bad. <laughs> and it seems like it, it'd be really easy to just keep being like, oh yeah, babe, like this is this is great. Would that then be you gotta easy? eat this crappy food yeah. over and over again and and just gradually build up, you know, this uh bad feeling towards her, this resentment. And on top of that, if she's putting all these spices and burntness in there, you're you're probably getting some sort of cancer too. <laughs> so my advice here is you gotta you gotta you gotta level. I don't think there's yeah. a, a better way out of this, but you just do it nicely and explain how much you appreciate, you know, her taking the time to do all that cooking. And, and maybe if you want to take a little indirect way, maybe offer to help out and then just kind of, you know, oh, no, not a, not a cup of salt. What if we tried half of a cup? <sighs> you know? Why don't we go I, with a couple of teaspoons? Yeah. <laughs> a pinch. <laughs> Can we do a little role play? Cause I, I want to like, I want to play the counterpoint here. Can we do a little role play? I'll be her. You be the boyfriend trying to uh, uh, indicate that you've been lying for six months. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm putting my acting skills to the test. I can't wait. 
Hey. Uh, hey, hun. Hey, how, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Did you really enjoy the lasagna that I spent several hours making for the two of us? <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I appreciate I appreciate all the time you've been putting into making this food. You, you know that that means a lot to me. Uh-huh. Uh, but I got to I got to level with you. It's just maybe using a little bit too much spice in there and maybe a little bit too much time what in the you, oven. What do you mean I a just... little bit too much spice? I <laughs> I only put a pound and a half of tarragon in it. <laughs> and and you, you know I'm a tarragon guy. You know I'm your tarragon boy. You know, that's what you've always called me. Yeah, yeah but it just, you know, Sometimes there's sometimes there's a little bit too much tarragon, even for the most tarragon of us. And I think we you just might be hitting that level. So maybe if you just toned it down, you know, a little bit, or maybe maybe that could help out when we were, you know, cooking some of this stuff too. Did you uh, did you like the pierogies I made? Uh, like is a strong is a strong <laughs> word. <laughs> What do you, like, you what know, do you I, mean like is a strong word? You said they were delicious <laughs> as you gritted your teeth. Ah, yeah. Yeah. The thing about the thing about the term delicious, you know, is sometimes uh it just gets thrown around a little, you know, in the moment <laughs> things can seem delicious, but later on, you know, you realize maybe some improvement could be done. Honey. And that, that's all that's all I'm trying to get across here. Do you do you like when I cook for us? All right. The cat's out of the bag. I got to be honest with you here. Yes, I, you, I was hoping you were the, honest with me the whole time. <laughs> you're putting tarragons in the pierogies. You're you're dumping the Atlantic Ocean's worth of salt into some of these dishes. I just can't take it anymore. I'm swelling up like some sort of salt-filled balloon over here. My sodium levels are off the chart. I, I might get into a uh, some sort of pillar of salt situation coming up if we don't do something. About don't it. look I, back I, I at Babylon. <laughs> I appreciate all the time you're putting into this, but I just can't. I can't eat all this salt. I, your your food your food is not good. I am crying now. Oh God, you've made me yep. cry. Yep. And then, uh, if we could act this out, I suppose you pull out the uh, knife that is mm-hmm. just coated. And way too many ingredients and chop us both. So up much tarragon, and I cut us both yeah. up with it. Exactly. Uh, and scene. <laughs> and scene. If I may, uh, why don't you try a uh, f- hopeful future sponsor of the show, Blue Apron? They send you pre portioned ingredients to make uh, delicious home cooked meals. And, uh, you know, if she has. So clearly she cooks, right? She likes to cook. Yeah. Uh, maybe she's like getting good at process but she's not getting good at like recipes maybe like or maybe she's following bad recipes there's probably um because i only pay attention to the highest rated uh things on uh, recipes.com and i only cook the greatest of foods um (laughs) but i have to assume that there's shit recipes out there maybe she's following shit recipes no that's true i think yeah that's another good uh, indirect way of going about it is bringing up the recipes, being like, "Hey, I want to help you kind of you know work on this." And then if the portions are on there, like you know, if she reads, if you both read a pinch of salt and she scoops up a goddamn cup of salt like, into there, me, honey. then you could be like, "Hey, no, you know, it's I think you might have misread. It says a pinch there. You know, <laughs> it says a, a pinch uh... there, babe." <laughs> 
<coughs> out of goddamn salt boulder. That would be a good ass time for a goddamn Blue Apron sponsorship. There, they sponsor just about every single podcast I listen. They to, really it seems do. Like so, we gotta get. Maybe into- we send them this. They hear our great uh, acting bit right there, and they can't resist. <laughs> and I will say, I have I have tried that. I am a really not a good cook at all, oh. and uh, I had a positive experience. Yeah, Blue Apron's the shit, and uh, we can't wait to have our promo code tote bag available nice. over at. Nice. That's T O T E B A G at blueapron.com in the hopeful future. Yeah, click that click that microphone button at the top of the homepage. <laughs> to help help support <laughs> help support the pod. I got to say too, I I was the girlfriend in this situation once. Were you? Yeah, man. I, so I thought I could cook breakfast really well. Like I it's not like a you know a bad cook or anything, but mm-hmm. I was staying over at my girlfriend's in college at her parents' place, and it was in the morning. And I was like, "Oh, like here's a chance to like impress her parents." And I'm like, "Hey, like I make some kick-ass eggs, and uh, uh, I think I had uh, hash browns or something on the side there." No shit. And I was like, "Hey, like I'll make eggs, hash browns, and toasts. Like here we go." So I start doing it. It's a tremendous. And I'm breakfast. like cooking a bunch of eggs. Like hey, you know. And so I'm like, hey, so how do you guys want your eggs? And they're like, and in a few more words, pretty much, we're good. However. <laughs> like, I think just from watching me cook, they were just like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'll pass on that. Can I, I don't know what I was doing wrong either. Like, I, can I'm I, not a good cook, but fuck, man. I'm yeah, going to share this with you good. for your benefit and for the benefit of our listeners. The best way to make scrambled eggs, here's what you do. You take some eggs. You crack them in a bowl. You fucking whisk them bitches up. You get it so that it's like a pretty even mixture. You want the yolk and the egg white, you know, to be kind of one entity, you know. And then you throw some butter in that pan. In like a hot pan, you want it like hot. Like hot, hot. And then you put the eggs on that butter with a little bit of salt. And that's literally all it takes. Scrambled eggs are easy (laughs) as fuck. Anybody who can fuck up scrambled eggs uh, is me 10 years ago before my mom told me. See, my thing, my thing for the scrambled ones. Okay, tell me if this is insane, then. Yeah, sure, I think sure. they turn out well. All right. So, whisk the shit out of them so there's bubbles and it's one, you know, one color. You're desegregating the eggs. Mm-hmm, you're bringing mm-hmm, the yellow mm-hmm. and the white together. Uh, you must make them reach a, detente. Yes. A, a beautiful, harmonic bowl of eggs. And then I splash a tiny little bit of milk in there. It's supposed to make them kind of fluffy. You don't even need Just the milk. a little, little splash of real. Yeah, maybe that's what grossed you. You don't even need that. But then you whisk it up. They get all they get all frothy, and you don't get the weird like egg clumps. It becomes like much more of a solid salad. Now, I mean that's that's a technique. You know, some people some people believe in the uh, (laughs) in the milk. I believe in just butter and egg. That's all you need: butter, egg, salt. That's it. But that is a thing, Pete. Like other, I don't remember where the hell I heard that. Okay, fluffy. I'm gonna keep doing. Fluffy's fine. I like. I don't know. It's something about just like butter and egg just hanging out. Just like. I got to try out the butter. I can't say. Yeah, I haven't done that one. Yeah. I'll try your egg recipe. I'll uh, call up my ex-girlfriend and her family who hates me. <laughs> I'll be like, look, I'm not trying to get back together or anything. But I just want to make you some eggs. I need to redeem myself. <laughs> and I'll fly out down there, mix up those eggs. And uh, 
as they're enjoying their meal, just walk out the door without a word. Boom. Like the end of a movie. I feel like a great scene. <laughs> I I hate to do this, but I gotta I gotta piss up here back. All right, here we go. I found out some bad news literally just while you're uh, back there taking a piss. No shit. I have, uh, yeah, girlfriend was asking me what my blood type was, and I realized I had no idea. So I checked with my parents. And uh, apparently I've got O, a universal donor, and you can, which means that you can only get O blood. You can't get any of the other ones. But you can, That sucks, man. So you're a universal donor, though. Yeah. That's kind of good news. You can, like, give blood to anybody. I hate giving blood. I mean, nobody, actually, I, I can't even say like, that. I fucking love giving blood. <laughs> can I? I, I, I literally never give him blood except for blood tests. On account, it does something with my blood pressure, uh, and I just like I, I knock out. Like I went to the hospital for some uh, tonsil stuff a few months ago, and they're like, "Okay, blood test time." And I'm like, "All right." So they take me back to the side room, and they just sit me in a chair. And I'm like, hey, uh, I like I pass out with these things sometimes. Like, can you, can I like get a bed back there or something? You're like, oh no, no, you'll be fine. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think you understand. Like, I've done this. I, I will not be fine. And they're like, well, here. And they like bring another chair, prop my feet up, but I'm still sitting very much upright. Right. And I'm like, all right, but like I'm telling you. And then sure enough, they do it. I start like kind of waving back and forth like and my voice at least in my head gets like all wobbly just like oh it's happening like please put me in a bed and then they go get me a goddamn wheelchair roll me down to uh i don't know maybe 20 feet down the hall and there's like just 10 empty fucking beds right there like they could have just put me there why the hell wouldn't they listen oh my god yeah i was heated about that one man i'm heated on your damn behalf i don't know what the deal is it sucks yeah, I had another one where I got the blood test. I, I apparently passed out for like 10 or 20 seconds, but I had like a full scale dream. Like all this stuff happened in my dream. And all of a sudden I wake up on like the goddamn uh, examining table of the doctor. Holy like shit. that's, that's terrifying. I don't like that. I don't want that. And that's like a hand. That's like a shot glass worth of blood. So Yikes. they're trying to get me to fool up a sandwich bag. Uh, I'm probably not coming back. Right. So that's my story. Fuck, dude. Yeah, and and I have the crappy donor blood. I can't even donate. So, uh, go ahead and donate to our Patreon. Part of your funds will go to supporting uh, this young bloodless boy, Donovan Air. Oh, poor bloodless boy. Yeah, if you donate a thousand dollars, then I will uh, have blood uh, forever. I will. I will never. I will never donate blood again. Yeah. Ah uh, man, say uh, you want to you want to read this next one? I am uh, damn ready to read this next one. He's so damn ready. Woo, woo, shaking my arms. Here we go. Get that blood going. Oh yeah, getting that limited supply of blood going. I, male twenty three, have frequently gone on one on one dates with girls to bars, but have no idea how to make a move or take things to the next level. First time poster here, so forgive me if I missed anything. 
As per the title, I'm a recent college graduate. Usually I have no problem building rapport and getting to know a girl up front. But after she can... Oh my god. But after she consents to grab a drink with me... (laughs) I'm going to finish this, but dear god. But after she consents to grab a drink with me or come over and smoke... I don't know how to initiate or take the relationship to the next level. The next instance, level. <laughs> recently, a friend, female 21 of mine, suddenly began to complain about her past exes bothering her. When I mentioned I was thinking about going out for a drink, she wanted to join and we went out together. After a few drinks, we went back to our mutual apartment building. We live in the same complex. There was a bit of awkward silence that went unfilled, and we went to our respective rooms. I just usually feel like I wasted time afterwards and feel pathetic. I'm fairly outgoing in groups, and in a one-on-one situation, I'm comfortable holding harmless conversation topics. I think I give off the image that I'm super confident, but I struggle with self-consciousness, especially as I get to know someone better. I guess this applies to both trying to hook up and or start dating. I have no idea how to flirt or take a conversation into a romantic zone. Any advice? TLDR, I can't seem to make a move or initiate romantic interest on dates. Would appreciate any advice. And that was posted by Revoco Restituo. Revoco Restituo. There's that Spanish. Use the word consent as much as humanly possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that. Obviously, you know. God damn, has this guy never been on a date before? How How did he even phrase that? Uh, um,. So she consents to grab a drink with me or come over and smoke. <laughs> hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? I don't really have plans. Hey, would you be up to consent to like maybe go to a movie or get dinner together? And then uh, like maybe consent to go get a drink afterwards? Man, like, oh, God, it just sucks that this is where we are with our language. Like, because it's such an important fucking concept, but it can't be used this way. No, no, that's that's bizarre. It's it's like it's scientific, like it's clinical. It's bizarre, man. Yeah, I yeah. imagine robot hands. I imagine the doing the the robot. <laughs> Bleep bloop. Would you consent to imbibe alcoholic beverages with me and or smoke cannabis? <laughs> Check one, yes <laughs> or no, or perhaps so. This is I, a good. This is a good bit right here. This could be our. Uh, uh, robotic date boy. Robotic character's name. Robotic date boy desires robotic. consent. <laughs> Would you consent to taking our relationship unit to the next level? <laughs> next level. Man, that's weird too. Like that. what? It, okay, so that. next level next means level. fucking, right? Like we're talking yeah. about fucking. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, I guess this applies to both trying to hook up or start dating. I'm like, no, 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 buddy. You are <laughs> your your next level is is definitely yeah. uh, fornication. You're trying to bone down, and that's fine. Like, you know, everybody wants to fuck. Sometimes yeah. everybody <laughs> fucks. Sometimes. Fuck yeah, dude. Shout out to REM. <laughs> Except for our, our asexual listeners who I know don't want to fuck at any time, and I respect that. Yeah, that's okay. That's totally good. Uh, but, okay, so he's trying to get his fuck on, and what? where is he blowing it? Hmm. We really don't have a whole ton of detail here. 
So no. she's complaining about her past exes bothering her. And when I mentioned I was thinking about going after a drink, she wanted to join. And we went out together. After a few drinks, we went back to our mutual apartment building. We live in the same complex. There was a bit of awkward silence that went unfilled. Perhaps you should fill that silence with your dick. <laughs> Great advice. Perfect. <laughs> just Yes. Yes. Just thwomp it. No, don't thwomp it. That's that's not good. Don't thwomp it out. Here, here's... I, I get the self-consciousness part. I've actually always had the reverse or like one-on-one. I, I don't know. I've always just been better at talking to people one-on-one than like in a group, I guess, because there's less, you know, less distractions and stuff going on That's around. That's how we get such good patter happening up in this bitch. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> the duo. The duos. Uh, okay. okay. No. So here, here he says, I feel comfortable holding harmless conversation topics. So I think he's just literally, you know, how do I, how do I see if this person wants to bone down, as you put it? Just, and here would be my advice: if you're yeah. out there, all right, they're they're clearly into you at least some degree. If they're going to get a drink for you, mm-hmm. at least there's a good there, there's a good percent there. And if you're going back to the same place after, even if you're not, I just figure like. Feel it out. If it seems like they're into you, if you're getting that feeling, uh, maybe just ask if they want to see you again sometime. That's one way. Or just go in for the kiss. Get that kiss. You know? Yeah. And if it's good, you know, if, if, if you're in the, you're reading that situation, right? You're going to And then know, obviously if they're not into that, then oh, okay, you back off. You're going <laughs> to know in an instant if they're about that kiss or not. You're going to know. Exactly. Exactly. And if they're not, then you, there's no next level. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Then you just back off. And you go, Mubby, uh, I like the high five. Uh, (laughs) The high five after the failed kiss? Yeah, I went on a a date with a a woman recently, and um, like we were getting pretty close. We were getting like the legs rubbing together or whatever. And I leaned in, and she kind of pulls away. And I look at her, and she says, you know, I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like anything really romantic is going to happen out of this. And so I said, first of all, and I put up a hand, and we did a high five. And I said, secondly, and then I pulled away. <laughs> That's a good bit. I liked it. It's pretty good. I, I recommend yeah. that for anybody. You go, first of all, high five. And then you get them to high five you. And uh, it's sort of like you've taken control of the awkwardness of that situation. You've made it as awkward for yourself as humanly possible. Yeah. So, and then I feel like that makes that probably could make the other person comfortable too. Yeah, like oh, okay, he's not going to be a fucking pushy weirdo. He's not going to be a pushy weirdo. And and first yeah. of all, don't be a pushy weirdo. Do not be a pushy Bingo. weirdo. Bingo. Bingo. Don't be yeah. a pushy weirdo. Um, but you know, lean in for the kiss. Uh, you know, take what you want in this life as long as it's available. Yeah, I've I've always done to the. Uh, like going for the kiss and they're not into it, just like, oh, like I, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. Yeah, or something along those lines. And they're usually like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling or whatever. And like, hey, you know, that's fine. No worries. If you go in for a kiss and they shrink away, just say, oh shit, my be. Yeah, I totally uh, misread this. I just wanted you to see what uh, if I had something in my teeth. Yeah, <laughs> look, look Boom. real close at it. Oh, you thought I wanted the kiss? No, no, no way, man. Uh, just checking if there's like a little, uh, if I had any tonsil stones back there, I was trying to get some advice, right? I wanted to get a closer oh. look at those eyes. 
<laughs> there you go. Goddamn. Oh, man. No, nah, but you just, you, you briefly mentioned like, oh, literally just saying, oh, you know, I guess I think I misread that. It's just be direct and honest about how you're feeling and don't be a creep. It's, we will continue to come back to that point. I say, you I mean to like tell me? It's just everything. <laughs> be direct and honest and don't be a creep is applicable in this situation, too. <laughs> No kidding. I think I think one other issue this this guy is going for is uh you I feel like you can't you can't just like go out on a date with like okay the end goal is I'm going to fuck this girl and then like right. that's what all right. conversation and stuff that's that makes you act fucking weird and that is fucking weird. Talk to the person, see see if you're into them too, see if you you know get along at all because if you don't you like why would you want to have sex with that person? Right. And uh, just just feel it out. And then if something happens, it does. You know, it li- take a little initiative on going for the kiss, but then you just got to be like, if it doesn't, at least it go- you went and had a drink with a cool person and, and things were good, you know? Or they weren't and you got a little dating experience. Like, there's there's really there's really no way to lose as long as you don't be a fucking creep. To that point, uh, Reddit user Proofox says... You feel like you're wasted time because a drink with a friend didn't turn into sex? Bingo. It's not a waste of time. It's, uh, I mean, if anything, it's practice for a one-on-one social situation. That's not a bad thing. Exactly. Exactly. And this is this is a friend of his, too. Like, you hung out with your friend. Like, that's that's cool. <laughs> you, had a, you had a nice thing to do. Yeah, you did okay. You had a drink and it didn't turn into fucking, but that's fine also. Exactly. I think that's easier to say too when you get some level of self-confidence. Cuz I definitely I definitely been there early on dating where something doesn't go doesn't go well and you're like, "Oh my god, like you feel terrible about yourself." But also the answer to that is just keep going out on dates yep. and if, you know, also work on improving yourself and Get that confidence. You gotta going. be the one before you find the one. Preach. <laughs> Tell him we. You know what we gotta do? We gotta find like some sort of gospel choir and uh, pay them just to <laughs> sing sing that bit and use it as a drop. I want that's gonna come up. All I want to get big too. enough that it's the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> just a bunch of Mormons. Get some other ones. Just like a huge Mormon choir. Like, don't be a creep. Oh, don't be a creep. Don't be a creep. Don't be a... Well, I guess they wouldn't say fucking creep because they're more... That's true. Right. Right. They also wouldn't drink coffee. (laughs) Or dance. Or have Do they dance, actually? Mormons dance? No, they don't do the... There should be a specific Mormon dance style, and I want to discover it. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I want to see this. Okay. Stand very, very still. Nod your head for Jesus. <laughs> American Jesus. Break your neck for Jesus. Woo! <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think we've wrapped this one off. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And thanks to Revoco Restituo for spurring these uh, quality choir ideas that we have. I love it. Thank you so much. Uh, go. What do you think I should do slash how should I feel, RN, when you're meeting right now, for those of us who aren't super familiar with the internet slang? <laughs> so, Thanks for clarifying. 
Yeah, no problem. So me, 15F, and my crush, 15M, added each other on Snapchat, and we talked for a little while last night, and I'm still smiling like a dork. Is it a good sign if he opened the chats immediately? I hope it is. Ha ha. I also wanted to talk to him more, but didn't want to come on too strong. So today, when I tried to talk to him, he seemed really distant. He left me on red. The conversation is was the worst thing, like talking to an uncomfortable stranger. Why does this happen to me? Crying emoji. It just made me really depressed to think about. Thoughts? I'm all ears. And that was posted by Marida, the princess. Also, TLDR, so I added him. He messaged me first. I messaged him back the next day, and he seemed distant. Now I'm depressed because he probably hates me. He probably hates me. (laughs) Good golly gosh, I can't believe this is a 15-year-old. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nah, man, I I remember agonizing over, like, text response times and things like that, you know? Yeah. It's such a weird nuance to to dating. Uh, Like, checking the time or, like, scrolling the message to the side to see when it was sent. Like, it's it's been ten minutes. Maybe they're in the bathroom. No, no, no. Where are they? Maybe they hate me. It couldn't possibly be that... An hour and 45 minutes, it couldn't possibly be that they have other shit going on other than me. Exactly, exactly. Here is my catch-all for this. Let, just don't even, don't even play that game in your head. Let all the time-checking and red messages and stuff, let that be. And, uh, and just see what happens. I, I guess pay attention to in the sense that if it's a trend, you know, if people keep opening your messages and not responding, they're probably not into you. But on like a case by case basis, you can't throw yourself through that anxiety loophole about that stuff. Because then, right. you know, if and when they do respond and you go to talk to them, then then you're just a scrambled, anxious mess, and that's that's not good for anybody. I think this calls back to episode two when the when the dude uh, would just get super depressed and anxious of whenever he was left on red or whenever uh, his lady friend wouldn't text him back. I think you just got to get stronger than that. I think you've got to get to a point where you can walk away from the text machine for a second. Exactly. Exactly. Just get, get something else going in the meantime. Cause I'm, I'm trivializing this to some extent, but like I've totally been there and in crappy relationships too, where like you just literally sit there agonizing about that stuff. Just give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, they're probably taking a shower or they just can't use their damn phone for whatever reason, and go do something else yourself. Though, and if they respond, there you go. And if they don't, you know, maybe maybe don't talk to that person anymore. Maybe back off a little bit. Though, if we get a little, you know, a little more deep into this, today he seemed really distant, and he left me on red, and the conversation was the worst thing, like talking to an uncomfortable stranger. Why would he act yeah. like an uncomfortable stranger? Probably because he likes you, too, and does not know how to handle it because you're both 15. <laughs> exactly. He was like, exactly. Uh, um, uh, uh. That's my impression oh my of a 15-year-old boy. Um, I opened I opened the message and I don't have a response ready. Oh oh god, it's gonna be so long until I respond. I hope she doesn't think I'm weird. Oh fuck, I'm gonna play Call of Duty for six hours about it. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that fifteen year old game. 
Oh my god! I'm gonna go sit in my parents' basement and crank out like twenty fucking rounds of COD Four. Mine was Counter Strike. I played CS Source because I was cool. I was like one of them cool kids. That's probably where you get your uh, relationship advice experience. Exactly. Chatting with uh, chatting with the, uh, the 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 babies on Call of Duty, chatting just longing the, for some relationship with, help with the babes on Uruban Bushido. Yeah, you know. Because that's all video game chats typically are, right? It's just people out there looking for relationship advice and a good, meaningful conversation. Exactly. About fucking your mom. Uh, user Many Grapes says, Okay, girl, let me tell you from my excessive experience of unreturned affection, social media heartbreak, and general poor social skills. First of all, it's exciting to think someone opening things right away means they dig you, especially... Or sometimes that's definitely the case. But as a word of warning, some people, especially with Snapchat, just open things compulsively like they don't like anything in their inbox, so to speak. So this person is saying that, like, it doesn't necessarily mean anything if they're opening your shit immediately. Do you think that that is the case? A hundred percent. Well, I half and half. Yeah, because I, I can tell you if there are certain people that if they message me, I'd be like, fuck it, Donald, hold on. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, shit. End of the episode. I'd be like, oh, shit, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that can be a good sign. But then there's also cases, you know, you open something right away, and then you're like, oh, crap, I'm not in a good, you know, doing something or other. I don't have a good chance to, like, give a decent response. Not in a good response posture. Yeah, yeah. I just came up with that term, and I'm very fucking proud of it. Response posture. Yeah. Response. 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 That sounded better before I said it. (laughs) That didn't make sense. Or out loud. (laughs) Sounded better before you said it out loud, too. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. I think think we covered that pretty well. Yeah. I'm liking some of these uh, uh, text... Related, hell am I trying to say? Like text, Snapchat type questions, like the technicalities of these things. Yeah, I feel like that's where we have uh, kind of a unique perspective because we're millennials. You and I, we're millennials. Lennies, Lennies. Oh Just God, a couple no, of Lennies. No, no. <laughs> no, I hate it. I don't want to be a Lenny. Daniel Plan. Lisa needs braces. Okay, <laughs> on to the next question. <laughs> do you want to read? Uh, do you want to read this one? Hit the vape. Oh yeah, big vape hits. Here we go. Cotton. <laughs> Shouts out to my cloud fam. <laughs> You already know what it is. (laughs) All right. Need an outside perspective. Did he, 22 male, cheat on me, 21 female? My BF has a friendship with a certain female a few months ago. He didn't prefer me to tag along with him. In short terms, it was a suspicious friendship, but she moved and he claimed it was strictly platonic, so I dropped my suspicions. Well, recently her name came up again and I accused him of cheating previously with her. He got pissed, like absolutely lost it. He claims he hates being accused when he didn't do anything. But I feel like if you didn't do anything, why would you get mad? Am 
I right here, or is he just sick of me blaming him and bringing it up? I also said, maybe I'll message her and ask for myself. And he said, no, don't, because she might just make up stuff to start shit. I feel dumb because I feel that, feel that it is clear as day that he obviously did something, but who knows. What do you think? Update. Okay, here's the kicker. Okay, can't here's the kicker. I forgot, can't believe I forgot to include this. But he has cheated on his past GFs. What? Which is why I was truly suspicious of him. But he told me he is done with that, and I'm too perfect for him to ever cheat. Bullshit. DLDR, <laughs> did he possibly cheat, or is he actually sick of me asking? Oh, and that was God. posted by Flume Girl. Flume Girl, you need to get with a Flume Man, because <laughs> this fuckboy running around playing games and shit. Okay, so BF had a friendship with a certain female, and then you brought her up and he got all mad about it. Like, it depends on how you brought it up, because if you were instantly like, I mean, you were running around fucking Clarissa, running around explaining it all, and, uh, you know, so if you brought it up in that context, then maybe he has every right to get angry, especially if if they did not have the say, because... Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he has cheated on past exes, so... So... That's that's the kicker that points me into the this guy is no good direction. Mm-hmm. It's like that that on its own, you know, it, it could definitely be possible that you get upset about something like that, and then the other person is like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Like, I thought you trusted me." But uh, uh, if he's cheated in the past, that's that's not a good sign. It's not you a know, great sign. Are, yeah, yeah, and I'm too perfect for him to ever cheat. I don't I don't like that. That's a weird thing to say to someone. Unless, of course, the topic of infidelity comes up on a regular basis. In which case, there is a problem there. Problem. In terms of, like, what to actually do, you know, I would say if you're going to be with this person, you got to trust them. And so you got to take them at their word. You know, so if this relationship is going well in other respects, which it doesn't sound like it is, but if it is... uh, then you got you got to let that you got to let that go. You got to trust him, mm-hmm. and you know keep an eye out for that stuff. But you got to you got to let it go. That could easily be its own problem. If even if nothing happened, if you if you sit there, you know, being uh, anxious about it and all that, and <clears throat> and actively looking for stuff, that's uh, yeah, that, that's a good way to fuck up a relationship. But that being said, my gut feeling is something something happened. Something yeah, is this guy's no good. Something is rotten in the state of Denmark because uh why would anyone quote makes make up stuff to start shit? Why would they do that? There's no oh, reason. Yeah, that's for that. that that's a big detail to bring up. Yeah, that it's a weird friendship where if your girlfriend texted your friend, she would say some crazy shit. Like that's not something your friend does. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, his good friend from years ago and I, uh, you know, like I texted her and uh, she said that they were fucking for basically no reason. So, <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, that's 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 not good. That's fucking bizarre. There's there's something there, even if it wasn't straight up cheating. There's something weird there, and it's not good. Dump them. Yep, I'm going to go ahead and put the the arrow all the way over to 100%. Okay. Uh, 
get the hell out of get the hell out of this relationship. All right, so I'm going to set a precedent for this. Every time our advice is specifically dump them, we're going to put some air horns on that. I'm going to definitely make sure to edit that in right here. <laughs> dump them. Dump them. Oh, like pitch it down to like dump Oh, I fucking love it. We're doing that. Yeah, get out of here, flume girl. You deserve a flume man. Exactly. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Speaking of a flume man, go date flume. Yeah, oh my God, get with flume. How about that? The OG flume man. Aurelio Tampa says, in response to the quote, maybe I'll message her and ask for myself. And he said, no, don't, because she might ask just to make up stuff and start shit. Yeah, even if he didn't cheat physically, obviously there was more going on than just a platonic relationship. Sure, some people love drama, but if you're hanging out with someone you would know would intentionally start up, stir it up just for kicks, then you're already placing yourself in a compromising position. Even if nothing happened, there were still feelings involved. Otherwise, she wouldn't even bother making things up. Or rather, he wouldn't even suggest she might do that. He knows his goose is probably cooked if you contact her. Yeah, that's... That's a damn good point. That's more or less what we were saying, but even even beyond that, like, why why is he hanging out with the type of person that would do that? <laughs> it's not not a bizarre. great look. No, no, don't love it. Do not love it. Hate it. Hate it. In fact, Despise it. <laughs> it's just more. <laughs> you know what? How about we just put air horns all throughout the show? I love it. I think that's. That'll get us on Spotify. Yeah. I think that's oh, really my what God. we need to take this podcast to the next level. <laughs> take it everything to the next level. That's a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe we should just try to just, you know, just kiss the podcast. Just uh... <laughs> Yeah. Just kiss the podcast. Yep. Hey, yeah, you know what? We could we could uh people are in bad relationships, they could just date this podcast. Oh my like god. That. Can I just say that I would love that if you would date my podcast? Would you date my podcast? <laughs> I'm in a relationship right now, but uh, would you date the pod? <laughs> Big. Big tank. All right. You want to get on to this next one? Let's do it, baby. Uh, my 22F boyfriend, 23M, had an emotional affair, and after we broke up is now sleeping with that girl, 20. 20-something female. Should I tell her boyfriend, 20-something, about it all? I found out my boyfriend has been flirtatiously texting one of his coworkers and connecting about them both being in unfulfilling relationships. They never physically did anything together, but now that we broke up, he has gone over to her house twice to do whatever with her. He lied to me about it both times, even though I know I have no control over him. It still bothers me that he lied to me about it, even though I told him to be honest. The girl he's sleeping with has and lives with her boyfriend, who is in the military. I had no intention of telling him until I found out they were sleeping together after the fact. I have proof in the form of text timestamps a hickey he came home with, and a Google navigation to her house on a day he said he was with someone else. Again, although I'm sad about the relationship ending the way it did, he is allowed to do whatever he wants. I told him he can do that, but I just want honesty. 
Am I right to text the boyfriend? I feel guilty that another person is being cheated on and lied to. I don't think my ex and I will be able to remain amicable or even friendly. Something to note is we are still living together in separate rooms, although I am looking for someone to take over my lease and should helpfully be happening soon. Thank you. TLDR, my boyfriend cheated on a girl who was in a relationship, cheated on me with a girl who was in a relationship. Should I tell her boyfriend about the past and current goings on? That was posted by Shower Beer Down the Drain. Oh, God, the <laughs> saddest. Yeah, that's this, one depressing username. That is a very depressing username. All right, let's let's start off with you, uh, Arthur. Do you do you have like a general stance on on texting the significant other of like an ex or like somebody you know who's cheating on? I think how do you feel about that. I think that would entirely depend on how well I knew the person. Like for example, if I found out, God forbid, that something was happening with someone that you were dating. I would feel obligated, particularly because of the uh, content of our show, to let you know what the fuck's happening, right? Like, if, yeah. I've, if I had information that you didn't, I'd feel like I would have to share that with you. But if it was somebody that I didn't know, I would feel less obligated. Like, if it was, you know, somebody... Like, say I found out that a girl that I was fooling around with was dating somebody i don't know that i would feel obligated to let that person know i think we got three different situations here i'm definitely with you on the first if it's a friend of mine you know and i I found something out like that i'm gonna say something to yeah that's gotta do that and then the second Uh, is being involved yeah if you so if, if you're you're hooking up with somebody who is in a relationship at, at least if this was me, yeah. and I find that out. I'm what not kind gonna, of responsibility I'm not tell that do you person. have? Yeah, what kind of responsibility yeah. do you have in that situation? I'd probably just get the hell out of there on that yeah. one and be getting like, out. That is a good fucking idea. thing that you're doing. Uh, but I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to like. I'm not going to be the. You don't want the bearer of the bad news to be the person that your ex is, your, your girlfriend is cheating on with. Yeah. Like, there's so many. That's just shitty emotions. Not to mention, you know, what if that dude's a, her boyfriend's a fucking crazy person, right? And comes and tries to murder my ass for True. for trying to, yeah, I, I keep my hands clean of that. But this third situation where it's it just is like a, a, a general idea. You, this is somebody you're not involved with. Who, who, I guess an ex in this situation yep. who you know is cheating on their current so. What, do you do you feel the obligation there? Because I'm I'm real on the fence on that. I don't think you tell them. I think Mostly you let just them discover it on their own. Um, because these things come to light, you know. Exactly. Um, and it kind of has to come from the infidelitous partner. I think it has to come from the infidelitous partner. Mm-hmm. As much yeah, as that sucks, than... I think that's as much as that sucks. I think that's where it has to come from. Mm-hmm. God, that sucks. Yeah, man, it's just a it's just a shitty, shitty situation. Unless you drop the information anonymously somehow. That's not that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I think if you were gonna go about doing it in that situation, that's that's got to be the one. Just uh, somehow get in touch with them with um, check the Google Drive or something. You know, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> some leading information. Go to the tree with the forked trunk <laughs> out in the park. You will Noon. See, you will see. You'll see the box. The box. <laughs> Through the window. Open the box. box being opened. <laughs> Open the box. You have been selected to win a cruise. Congratulations. Congratulations. Man. Now, anonymous is definitely the Okay, though in the in the context of this one, because with context, I, I guess you know we can have a little bit more of a uh, some I don't know sometimes some additional information would would change my answer on that. I'm kind of reading back through this while I'm while I'm mm-hmm. talking here. Yeah. Oh, here here was the other thing. They're living together. Yeah. A hundred percent. Don't open that goddamn box of wasps while you're living with that person. <laughs> It's terrible, you know. You, you, just for your personal, your What's personal mental mess? health. <laughs> no, you feel me for your like, just your you. personal yeah. mental health. You don't want to get already stung. awkward enough. You're not trying to get stung. <laughs> yeah, for your own mental health, you're already living with your ex, which fucking sucks. And on top of that, you you don't want your goddamn ex salt. You talk, can't believe you said something to him, even though I'm a fucking cheating scumbag, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Just don't gonna, do that to yourself. It's going to turn a whole bunch of madness in on you, and you don't fucking want that. Yeah, yeah. So, to sum it all up, wait until she says she's moving out soon. Wait until you move out. And if you want to say something, do it anonymously. Beautiful. And there you go. This has been your Radio Free Tote Bag for the week. Uh, We're so glad to have you with us. Uh, I wanted to mention that our intro music is the song Hanging On by Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And we've been using them as our outro music as well. But Donovan has somebody new for us this week. Uh, Our new outro song is Stephanie by the Hey Fellows, uh, which will appear on their new EP. It's going to be coming out soon. Uh, hey fellows are a great indie rock band uh, out of Coral Springs, Florida. Saw them at a uh, small show up here in Nashville and talked to them after. Super good dudes. Uh, got them on Instagram and we're just kind of bouncing back some shit post Instagram stories to each other uh, and talked to them and they were cool enough to let us use this song. Uh, so if you are in Florida, uh, they're going to be playing a show opening for the Garden on uh, April twenty third uh, out in Margate. Uh, so if you're down there, highly recommend seeing these dudes. Really good show, really good guys. Uh, and if you go to their website, heyfellows.com, or on Instagram, the heyfellows, I'm sure you can find other shows that are coming up uh, and maybe get some information when that EP uh, is going to come out because this song kicks ass. I'm sure the EP will too. Hell yeah. I love it. We're going to have a little synth pop, a little bit of punk. It's going to be beautiful. It fits the aesthetic. Uh, some other news, uh, like we mentioned at the top of the show, we are available on Stitcher now. If you search Radio Free Tote Bag on Stitcher, you're going to find us. We're also available at RadioFreeToteBag.Podient.Co. That's P-O-D-I-A-N-T dot C-O. And uh, we're just so thankful to have you with us, and uh, we hope to see you again next week. Is there anything else uh, you wanted to say to the people, Donna Bless? 
Uh, I do. I do got to do a shout out to people because I've been getting messages from people I didn't even send this to directly who are like, "Hey, we listen to your you and Arthur's podcast. Like, that's awesome. That has seriously been making my day. Yeah, that's like, every big shit. time I've heard it. Yeah, that's super. Because I I know how easy it is when people post something to just kind of be like, oh, like I'll check it out at some point. But the fact that like friends of ours are actually checking us out is just really fucking cool. So yeah, feels good great. on good on you, listeners. Good, Hell yeah, good times. Well, listeners, we'll see you again next time. In the meantime, I'm Arthur. And I'm Donovan. And we'll uh, see you next week. Bye.